They're here, everyone. They are the smart kids at the shops with their mothers or fathers, riding their bikes around the streets and playing down by the river, as well as talking to their friends on their smartphones. Join the smart kids each week as they discover, explore, and solve the mysteries of today. Here's your host, J.T. Crowley. Hello, and welcome to my next podcast. I hope you enjoyed the little short stories that I've did over the last few weeks, you know, with the Icelandic boy being the first one, and then with Joran, who was last week, who was my Norwegian character. And I said to you last week that I would take you to Finland. So here we are in Finland. And this is the story of Soren, my 13-year-old boy. And he's from Hanko in Finland. Now, Hanko is on the southern coastline of Finland. So Zoran is the main character, Kits. And in the other... Uh, two short stories I've done of the Nordic Kids series. They've had Alderwood, had Fana and Haldor. And, but this character, instead of giving them two sub-characters, two friends, I've given Zoran three. I've given him Yak. I've given him Nol. And I've given him Anuka. Yak and Noll are two boys. They're all similar age, 13, 12. Anuka is a, is a girl, same age. Anna says they all come from Hanko in Finland. And what they're talking about is climate change. Now, climate change, kids, is quite important these days because it affects everybody. So I thought I would do a story around about the, um, the issues of climate change, but put it in your um, expressions, your words, your thoughts, how you would see it. So like all does, all I'm going to do is read an excerpt of that story to you. So as you can see how the main characters there, how the sub-characters are there, the plot, where in the location in the world I put the plot, a bit about the background scenery, and then of course the second part of the plot is also about you know, the storyline. And of course the fifth lesson that I did was getting a good start. So hopefully you'll be able to see how good the start is and how important it is. And of course... As I say, every week, it's all about getting your readers, kids, to turn those pages. Because unless they turn those pages, they're not going to read your story. So, see what you think to this story. It is Zoran. He is my Finnish boy. He's from Hanko, a small town on the southern coastline of Finland. Zoran was sitting on his father's boat that was tethered to the wooden slatted mooring at the bottom of the garden. With his back to the house and facing out to sea, he 
pondered on what his next move would be for his climate change product called Revolt for the Climate. As he sat there quietly considering his options, he could hear his two younger brothers playing in the garden. Their boisterous messing around was distracting his father, who was working from home nowadays due to the coronavirus pandemic that had gripped the world, forcing most people to stay at home. His younger brother's antics had reached such a point. So much so, he could hear his father shouting at them to come away from the water's edge or face the consequences of being banished to the dining room to do some school homework that had been set for them online. It was a beautiful summer's morning. The weather app on his phone for Hanko in Finland was projecting a fine, warm day ahead. Soren decided to head back to his bedroom to change into his blue and green striped t-shirt, green shorts and flip-flops. He sent a message early on to his friends Yak, Noll and Anuka, giving them the ID meeting reference number and password for a Zoom meeting to start in an hour's time. Zoran put on his glasses, brushed his straight brown hair before changing his mind and then scrunching it up with some gel. He grabbed his laptop and headed back to the boat. As he walked past the mirror on his bedroom wall, he caught sight of his tall, lean, athletic body and inwardly thought to himself, hmm, not bad for a 13-year-old boy. So, is this what the girls find so appealing about him? Or was it something else? Hmm, who knows? Zoran clambered back on board the boat. As he did so, he looked at his father, who was beavering away on his laptop, preparing his next online lecture for the students at Helsinki's university, where he was a leading world-renowned professor in marine biology. You okay, Dad? His father looked up. Yes. Are you son? Yes, smiled Zoran. I'm waiting for Yak, Noel and Anuka to join the Zoom meeting I set up this morning. Zoran's father looked over the top of his glasses, like this, you see. He was very proud of what his son was attempting to do and actively backed him up all the way guiding, steering, and advising him. But at the same time, letting him and his friends choose what pathways they wanted to venture down. As an expert in his field, Zoran's father could see for himself the damage warming seas was having on the organisms and ecosystems in the oceans and saltwater coastal areas. School holidays were an ideal opportunity to take Zoran on some of his research projects 
as well as teaching him to scuba dive. Zoran had long been fascinated with his father's work and would have long chats with him about the various projects he was carrying out. But that was as far as his interest in climate change went. The tipping point for Zoran came about last year when the family went on a holiday to the Australian Gold Coast. A holiday for his father that enabled him to combine carrying out further research work into the effect rising sea temperatures had on sea life, in particular the decimation of the coral reefs of Australia's Great Barrier Reef. Zoran recalled scuba diving with his father for the very first time in open waters. It was an exhilarating experience, an experience he'll never forget for several reasons. The main reason being was that of seeing all the bleached and dead coral beneath him as he swam alongside his father. He remembered thinking to himself as he swam, how could man be so reckless in his ways? This destruction of the planet needs to stop and stop now so that future generations like himself wouldn't be facing a barren image of a once beautiful and pristine place. This was the pivotal point or even pivotal point for Zoran. Man had crossed a line and he needed to do something about it and not just sit by and watch the demise. A ripple of waves gently lapped against the side of the boat. Zoran reached over and dipped his hands into the cool water and splashed his face. The day was hotting up in many ways. As he did so, he could hear that the others had joined the meeting or were shouting at him. Quickly, dabbing his face with a nearby towel, he greeted his friends. Hi, guys. Hi, Zaron, Yaknol and Anuka said in unison. What have you guys been up to? What have you been doing so far today? The replies from Zoran friends were varied. And being a typical boy, he only half listened. More lip service than anything else. Zoran had chosen his friends carefully. For the one thing they all had in common was their passion about climate change. But each of them came from a different angle. Yaks perspective revolved around global warming driven by human emissions of greenhouse gases and how they're impacting on large-scale shifts in weather patterns. No. Well, his burning issue on climate change with man was the deforestation of the world's great forests, the lungs of the planet, especially the Amazon for agricultural purposes. Anuka's slant was more on nature and wildlife, 
and what and how man's destruction ways were having on the animal kingdom as more and more species headed towards extinction. Zoran's standpoint, of course, was the oceans, the marine life. So between the four of them, they had nearly every viewpoint of climate change on the radar covered. But above all, each of them was prepared to put their head above the parapet, to champion their cause, even if it meant having to deal with unwanted attention and possibly finding themselves in precarious life-threatening situations. All of these scenarios they would embrace, tackle as they came across them on their way, on their now virtual journey to Auckland 2022. Yak kicked off the Zoom meeting. As he did so, a sudden gust of wind blew in from the sea, ruffling his golden blonde curly hair. For like Zoran, he too lived along the sea front. In fact, he lived two houses away. And if it wasn't for the downy and silver birch trees that were crowded round their homes, they'd be able to wave at each other. Zoran was in some ways slightly envious of Yak, with his blonde curly hair, olive skin and light almond-greened eyes, as well as his athletic physique. All these aspects appealing to the girls, even Anuka had her eye on him. If only he thought, hmm, he had more of Yak's natural good looks to attract the girls. That would be sufficient for him, or even good. Hmm. Yak went on. I propose that we set out a route from Helsinki here in Finland to Auckland. A virtual route that incorporates as many countries as possible. Anuka cut in. And in each country we can stop off at various places depending on that country's demographics. Posh word for size of the country and its population, Bob Noll to himself. <laughs> I was going to say that before you butted in. Zoran and Noll looked at each other on the screen. Both knew exactly what the other was thinking, but said nothing. Just let these two hotheads have their say. Well, for what it's worth, interjected Noel, who could see Anuka was about to continue with her line of thought, judging by the expression of her face. I've been thinking on similar lines. And what lines are those, Noel? queried Sorrow. Well, for small countries with small populations, I suggest we set up only one virtual kind of podcast or Zoom meeting 
like we're doing now, whereby we can get the kids of that country involved or interact with us somehow. And for larger countries, we do more virtual podcasts. But say that we only want kids in that location to log in. That way, more kids can be included and above all, heard. Yak and Anuka, what do you think to Noel's idea? Hmm. I agree with Noel, said Anuka, winking at Noel. I agree as well, added Jack. No wing, Yak? Noel, you're not getting a wink from me. Oh, Yak, I'm so disappointed, smirked Noel, giggling away to himself. Zoran put his viewpoint on the idea of the virtual stopovers. Guys, I think we need to go to poor countries as well as rich countries. For the kids from those countries are affected more by climate change and it's just as important to have them on board as well as kids from the more affluent parts of the world. I think that's a valid point, smiled Anuka. But can I just add, I think we need to tailor the podcast, Zoom chats, however we decide to progress to the issues that matter most to the kids in that region when our virtual tour comes to them. That way, I think we'll get more response, more interaction. What do you think to that, Yak and Noel? For me, started Noel, I think it's a brilliant suggestion. I do as well, commented Yak. No point talking to kids about deforestation or melting ice glaciers to the kids in Mongolia in the deserts there. Or, talking to kids in the pool about rising sea levels, chimed in Noel. Furthermore, in our marketing lesson last week, we learnt you do your research first so that you can target your market appropriately to achieve the best results. We must do that to be effective. The others all agreed and were about to go further with their thoughts and views had it not been for Zoom cutting them off unexpectedly. No doubt, thought Soren, because there was four of them on the meeting and he didn't see Zoom had restricted their so-called chit-chat to 40 minutes. Zoran quickly messaged the others. Sorry about that, I forgot we only had 40 minutes. I'll set another meeting up for tomorrow. Let's keep thinking on how we do this virtual journey to Auckland. But can we rethink our strategy, re-revolt with the climate strategy? So I hope you found that was the little story about Zoran. And of course, you've all picked up that it's about climate change because it's important, kids, isn't it, climate change? And I wanted to put a story in about that subject. So I chose Zoran and I chose Finland to do that. Um... You know, your stories don't have to have um, a moral behind them, but sometimes it helps. And for me, that's just the way I write, how I do things, how I think, and how I want to project my stories to the kids around the world. So I hope you're actually, you know, enjoying them. And as you see, so far in the Nordic kids, 
Um, they, you've had three characters now. Aldebord from Iceland. You've had uh, Joran from Norway. And you've had now Zoran from Finland. In the Nordic countries, there are two more places. There is Sweden and there's Denmark. So Iceland, Norway, Finland, Denmark, Sweden. They are the five countries that make up the Nordic, Nordic countries. So we've been to three of those places. Hmm. Where should we go next, guys? Hmm. Shall we go to Denmark? Or should we go to Sweden? Hmm. I think we're going to Denmark. What's the Danish character going to be? Boy or a girl? Don't know. Let's see. What's the story going to be about? I don't know yet. I haven't written it. Where am I going to put the character? Don't know. This is all the intrigue, fascination, and making writing fun is putting your characters somewhere, creating your characters, creating the sub-characters, thinking the plot up, placing the plot, placing the storyline, coming up with the whole um, project, the whole theme behind the story. It's fun, kids. I enjoy doing it. And I hope it's coming across that it's fun to do. Yes, it's hard work. But if you want to achieve something, kids, you've got to work hard at it. So next week, Denmark. I might take you to the capital of Copenhagen. I might put the character there, the storyline there. I might put it somewhere else. Who knows? Until next week, stay listening. But have fun, kids. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to The Smart Kids. Want to follow more of their adventures? Check out The Smart Kids by J.T. Crowley on Amazon.com now.